So a couple thoughts. If you ever want to know any problems in the church, just post a churchy themed <laughs> something on social media. Really anything. And put hashtags on it so everybody sees it. Yeah. And and <laughs> well, actually say something bold, I should say. Yeah. What would be considered bold? If you want to know what the church thinks and feels, stand in biblical truth about something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a better way to say like it. But do it in like a a meme way, because yeah, let's just be for way. real. We don't pay attention if it's not in meme form. And uh, and then like stand firm <laughs> in biblical truth and only listen to biblical explanation. And watch what happens. Whew. Oh my goodness, people. It's sad because it just shows it. What it it shows. Oh yeah, it's like a laugh so you don't cry. And thing. I think it shows the condition of the church. I would agree completely. Because you're, who doesn't have a phone, and who doesn't have Instagram? I mean, like, who isn't on social media? Yeah, some kind of social media. Like maybe you some don't kind. use Instagram specifically. Not you, Instagram, but, but you, I mean, you know, Instagram, some... Facebook. Whatever else there is, I don't know. I mean, even just if you get your news from any, like, news source, it's a curated algorithm of who sees what. Well, it's funny now, too, now that we have this, you know, Google sign-in, it signs you into YouTube. You know, it signs you into everything. Oh, yeah. So everybody automatically has some sort of, of, you know, social platform. I might not know how to work it, but Yeah, you may not know (laughs) how to work it, but you got it. So, I mean, I think it's a good representation of what the condition of, our church is, and then if you go and you, like I said, you listen to the, you look at the hashtags for like Christian podcasts or mm-hmm. church or different things like that, and you look at the different things that comes up. And you're if like, you want to torture the, yourself, the different you trending things, them. which means, I mean, of course they have to be a good gauge because trending means that so many people are oh, talking yeah. about this one specific topic, which is crazy. So how can that not be, you know, a mass majority of the opinion and a good reflection of what's going on i would say that our social media reflects our society oh, yeah. i mean you could see that all over the a I mean, mass majority anyways i, I mean, mean now we've even got pictures like making fun of it yeah like identifying it and making fun of it and that's what we do all day is we make fun of ourselves all day and how <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> we are I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we do. Like, I want to say that that's crazy, and that's not what we do. But, I mean, but is it? You know? No, it's exactly what we do. So, I mean, it's we identify so many things wrong with ourselves. You know, like, how many, you know, lazy memes have you seen or sleeping memes or I don't care, you know, like. Yeah, and we just or, laugh or about or it. Like, and we yep, just laugh so about that's it. Me. But I think that kind of reflects some of our culture, too, because mm-hmm. we're. We're kind of like that. But anyway, back to the to the church part of it. One thing that really stuck out to me recently is how congratulatory we are of ourselves and our salvation. Sure. And how we, walked at, we walk around with just a sense of happy pride that we know Christ is. And, and everything's great, and we're so happy, and we're saved, and we're forgiven for, like, we are forget. you know, I'm not saying any of these things are not truth, but we're very proud in them, and we like to, to boast about it, but yet, 
And that's not technically boasting in the Lord. That's boasting in yourself. That that's not because you're not saying what the Lord has done for me. You're saying, "Look at, I'm forgiven." You know, that, I'm good. I don't I'm have good. To I don't it. have to worry I'm on about the anything. Right path. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Well, because, again, it goes back to being about bringing glory to God's name and becomes bringing glory to your own name. It's just amazing the things that people respond that I'm like, I want to ask them, who do you think that you are? Yeah. Like, this is a gift that is not deserved. This is a gift of grace. Like, your salvation and the fact that you know, you have the Holy Spirit is an undeserved gift of grace. You didn't do anything to get it. Did you want me to pull the comments up? Yeah, you can go ahead and read a couple of them. Yeah, let's, yeah, you know, why I not? mean, because I think there's great. Why not? They were great. Okay, I guess they're good points to keep us on okay, track. We don't know what we're doing with this podcast. Yeah, we didn't really know. <laughs> well, but I think it's got a good start. We to knew what we were, we're discussing this, about. but we didn't really know what exactly we're doing. We didn't have like a set plan. But well, because I mean, just answering a couple. Well, and that's too, yeah. So I, guess. I posted this thing, and I'll share it with you guys if you guys haven't seen it on Instagram. And I went ahead and put hashtags on it. Hashtags yeah, are which just means what that, makes you know, things pop Everybody up. in the world sees it. Yeah, but I throw it out there from time to time. I know, I, I and know. every time that's what my question is to you every single time. I'm like, did you put hashtags on it? Yeah. So you know, like it's just like putting on, you know, like the the face mask and waiting yeah. for this, you know. The but crap you know storm. why I do it. Because whenever I see somebody share something like this that I'm like, ooh, that's a bold, like, standing in truth. We don't want to have oodles and oodles of followers just for the sake of being like, look at all the followers I have. We want to connect oh, with yeah, other like-minded less, yeah. people. About. Like, other people, though, that are striving for scriptural truth that we Correct. can serve. Like, that's what we Correct. pray for. So I will throw these things out there because you want to find somebody who is striving to hear sound biblical truth and they're looking for that, throw some controversial thing like that out. You know what I mean? Right. And then you see, and it's like, right. Our stats have flown up in the past 24 hours, whatever. Anyways. So I posted, I'll share what I posted and then we'll just go through the comments. Cause honestly we've been talking about them and it's just insane to see what people say just how far off the church is and what we're teaching and what's going I mean, it's just crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, we and should. And that's our, our conversation we're having. I here. guess I could go into a point on why. I guess maybe that'll be the part two of this will be why, like, mm-hmm. or what, what the problem with all well, of Well, I think that's what you started to hit on. But so here we'll yeah. go. So I just shared um, it. somebody that I follow. She had posted. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's genius. It says, the do what makes you happy culture is so toxic for Christians. We are not called to do what makes us happy. We are called to do what glorifies God. Christianity isn't always sunshine and happiness. It's hard work and dedication to him, not us. Do what glorifies God. And I just said on there, because it was funny, because I saw one friend post this and one other friend post something else, like one right after the other. And I was like, okay, I have to share this. And I said, a friend shared this and another shared, we can't be the salt of the earth with a sugar-coated gospel. I thought that was so great. Yeah, that's perfect timing. And then I said, everyone needs to watch American Gospel. You need to be aware of what you're being taught. How does it line up under the weight of pure scripture? If your life and beliefs float along happily with the world, odds are you need to jump ship. Judgment is coming for the world. Are you living for the Lord or for yourself? Because, again, this is this topic that we keep coming mm-hmm. round and round to right. of what everybody is so happy and comfortable sure. in. And this is a very this is another sensitive topic. So I guess this is we're just dealing with sensitive topics sensitive right now. Sensitive topics. 
So overwhelmingly, of course, it's been a, a great response, but there's always a handful, you know, mm-hmm. of people that it just gets crazy. Um, you know, and, and one person had said, you know, amen, every time someone talks about self-care and self-love, it makes my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it before. You know, mm-hmm. it's, again, you're not saying that you're not allowed to do anything you enjoy, but just this, we're so obsessed with your self-care. And, and somebody commented and said, what, you can't love yourself or take care of yourself because you're a Christian? That makes absolutely no sense. I was like, no, it has nothing to do with that. don't know how you got that It has nothing to do with that. The message being preached is in much of the so-called church puts self up as an idol, and that's what we're discussing here. It's not about you or me or any of us. We've died to self. doesn't mean I don't take care of things or don't enjoy things. I just don't focus on self or idolize it. And uh, somebody else, you know, responded back and said, you know, when people talk about self-love and self-care, it's about satisfying the flesh. But the Bible tells us that God calls us to deny our flesh and be living sacrifices. We are to go to God for every need, no matter how basic, and he will provide. And of course, you know, this person goes into Ephesians 5.29, for no one has ever hated his his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as Christ does the church. God built the mechanism of self-care into us. We have an innate (laughs) desire to nourish and cherish ourselves. I don't want to be laughing. I'm not trying to laugh and make fun of people, but I mean that. Oh, yeah, it's not in that way. and And I don't mean to snicker, so please, the folks that... I can always get YouTube comments from people like... I don't appreciate you snickering at other things that people believe. And I'm like, I, I, okay. Well, when it's funny, it's funny. Let's, let's go I, to that I point. I'm not <laughs> trying to make fun of you, but the way that you're using that verse Well, that's is you, great, your response. Yeah. Actually, that verse is an example of how to love your wife. Yeah. It doesn't really apply to self-nourishment. Again, this is where you just have to understand the context mm-hmm. of what you're talking about. And that's what makes it kind of funny because he's sitting there explaining this is how husbands you are right. to love your wife. Um it has nothing to do with self nourishment. Uh, yeah, and then you said Jesus says we must be willing to hate our own life to follow Him. Luke fourteen twenty six. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Mm-hmm. That is to hate our sinful flesh that wants to gratify self. Not that self nourishment is bad, but it's not the focus of a Christian lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Jesus's statement indicates a level of humility that is far from self. You're right. We have an innate desire to nourish and cherish ourselves. It's called our sinful nature. Everything we do should glorify God and not ourselves. So that that kind of went on for a little bit. Until that was you, a good comment, me. Until, uh, until see, and this is another thing. That, people, <laughs> that was prideful. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're just kidding. I'm just I kidding. Think. Um, I am kidding, but anyway. I mean, I guess that was, but that everything. was my honest response to her. Her comment was that, that it was self. I'm like, no, I was pointing out that Ephesians, he, Paul is talking about exactly. loving your wife as Christ loved the church. Okay. That doesn't, I mean, that, that has nothing, nothing to do with self nourishment. No. Um, I think that you can probably get more self nourishment out of Ecclesi- the book of Ecclesiastes oh, than yeah. you could anything else that you're trying to do. I think there's plenty of room for, for self nourishment. Um, well, you went on to say here, the flesh naturally wants to pursue its own interests. You must die right. to those. That doesn't leave much, if any, room for self-gratification. Right. You're in debt, and you're not owed anything. Mm-hmm. How do we know that God doesn't want us to be miserable? Maybe us being miserable in this season leads to joy in the next. That's part of faith and trusting God. We shouldn't ever assume from our own understanding that God wants us to be happy or successful. He wants us to love and serve him. And then the response you got was, that's a hard way to live if you're even living at that point. Are you even living anymore, Brandon? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I like to think that I am. But. If you're seriously taking it literally, that's tough. I'm sure you indulge in a lifestyle that is reality. It's hard for me to believe you don't believe in happiness. My husband would call you a beta male. Yeah, that made me laugh. So, um, yeah, that was interesting. That's not me. Um, but. Which was interesting, though, the people that did get it, and they were like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go look up American Gospel. What are we being taught? So that part was fantastic. Um, some people that have that, I love that. It says, do what makes you happy, but happy crossed is crossed out. out. It says holy. holy. I love that. I'm sure that This has cool. been, you know, and actually I studied this topic specifically um, from this morning on, and again I, I went back and was just looking at some resources and it's a this one is a really really tough topic mm-hmm. but I, I think there needs to be there's a lot of common sense that needs to come out of it and that's the point that I was trying to make in my comments back was that we are not owed absolutely anything sure and we know we get a general understanding from scripture that there there is a there is an inherent like your 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 desire to satisfy your own flesh is one of your largest things that you have to fight against oh completely i mean that's your biggest war that you fight uh, the book of Romans makes that absolute Paul makes that absolutely clear when he's saying that I I want to do good but I can't I don't I don't have the ability I keep doing what is wrong making the point that we need that a Christian needs the Holy Spirit in order to be able to serve and love God as we should. Because the flesh doesn't have the ability. The spirit gives the flesh the ability. and But at the same time, it's not a complete ability because the flesh is still hostile. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what's the power of the Holy Spirit. Is because if you didn't have that, you're, I mean, you're dead where you stand. So that's just a seal for your soul, not for this, this fleshly body. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, starting in verse 50, I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Meaning, we cannot access God in our flesh because it is sinful and perishable and dying. Continuing in verse 51. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. Then shall come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. 
but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, we are completely, completely still in sinful flesh. But yet the overwhelming response, not overwhelming, but of the, the negative responses. False, but thank you for your opinion. But I feel like you are misguided because that's all this is. If you do have any sort of connection to God, ask him about this one next time. Okay? Like being a jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is false. God just wants us to be full of joy and happiness. Mm. Well, that's that's compl- I mean, that's false. <laughs> so, and again, I've asked multiple of these In people. In him, yes. Where's your, where scripturally can we confirm this? No, yeah, nobody can. God just wants you to be, again, the, these messages I get, God just wants you to be happy. He just wants you to do, oh, where is the one? I'm trying to find it. But it was like, um, they literally said, it doesn't matter what you're doing. God loves you and just wants you to enjoy and do what you want to do. I'm like, that. that's the furthest that's, thing from the truth. Well, that's, literally. yes, that's the God of this world. Oh, yeah. Surely God Satan. loves you no matter what you do. Sure. That's Satan. That's one of Satan's greatest yeah. lies. But these professing Christians, mm-hmm. like that's what they truly believe. Yeah, they no, we're not. We're not good, and we're not owed anything. No, there is none righteous. No, not one. How I, I know God's sovereignty is hard for people to understand, and I know there's different arguments of how He applies His sovereignty in our lives and in our, you know, in the world around us. Um, I don't, it's not, but it's not up for, for debate that he is in control of everything and everything is his. And if you're saying like things like that, I mean, you're just completely just spitting in your creator's face look at this by saying that i can just do whatever, whatever I, want. I want to do well, because god just loves you because you're matter. spitting in his face i mean he he sent his son to die for that very purpose yet you're telling me that yeah i can just do whatever i want no you know you can't but you just left jesus on it and you'll be okay you're guilty you're still i mean how hard is it to understand that you as a person, like there's body and spirit. And body is not good, as we just read. His body is perishable, is dying. Spirit is the only thing that saves you. Because that gives you a new perfected body. But were you going to read another comment? Well, it was just funny. I was getting out of all of those because, I mean, they basically boil down to the same thing, honestly. And somebody else had posted this. It says, Jesus was hated by his own and killed while Gentiles like Pilate wanted nothing to do with it. The apostles were also hated by their own. Disciples such as Stephen were also killed by their own. A pattern. Mm -hmm. There's a false Christianity that continues to rise. 
Jesus said even the very elect would be deceived by false Christ if it were possible, Matthew 24, 24. Yeah. The sad thing is there might be a time where most of the persecution won't be from the straight unbeliever, but from the one who believes he's doing God's service. Oh, yeah. John 16, 2 through 4. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time will come that whoever kills you will think that he does God a service. And these things they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things I have I have told you that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning because I was with you. I mean, but even that, though that that's out of context, that works right there because I mean, it, it's, it's true. Yeah, like I mean, you get the. Well, I just wanted here. to deny. I just wanted yes. to add that I knew that yes, that's completely. Uh, I mean, using that for uh, today would be out of context, but it is for today as well because yeah. Jesus promised that all, and and this is something that the apostles carried on that yes, all those who desire to live a life in Christ will be persecuted. There's no, like, there's no if ands, or buts about that. Well, and it's interesting because then people, you know, whenever you, again, whenever you try to, whenever you stand in, in biblical truth, people don't like that. And I even got, you know, private messages that, you know, they're always just mean and nasty. People just trying mm -hmm. to say awful things. But, you know, one who comes across and I, your, your post came up in my feed and it just stopped me in my tracks. These are literally her words. Because I purposefully do not follow any fundamentalist or super conservative Christian pages where folks just post generated quotes or statements like this one. And yeah, she, she said that she was a progressive Christian. Yeah, she's a progressive which, Christian. Which we are praying for you. Yes, we and, are. And I don't, you know, I that's really serious. A progressive Christian, listen, just, just don't believe in Jesus. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. If that's the just direction that you're going to go, just just go be a devil because that type of Christ is not the true Christ. If uh, what you're you you literally are asking for the antichrist and everything yep. that you say right They're there. They're screaming for it. So just go that direction. Why must you take Jesus and add him to this? Try to drag him into uh, it. Why drag him into it? He doesn't want you to do that. He would rather you be one way or the other, in or out. But the worst part is, is pretending you're in and not living and acting like he commanded. And that's what just... And that's, really I mean, I, I don't have a problem if somebody disagrees with, with Christianity, if they don't like it, if they think it's, sure. I, I get it. I'm not trying, the difference is, is I'm not trying to tell you how to live your worldly life. That's not what I'm doing, and that's not my goal, and, and nor is that my place. That you are, f yeah, you are free to do whatever, and it's not up to me to shape that for you. My way of thinking shouldn't influence you, but my example of my life should be something that's appealing to you. So that doesn't mean, though, that you can come in and just rip Jesus out of something that's truly serious and expect to just add him to the world. You can't do that. Well, but then you get comments like this. I really believe in a God of love, and true love wants happiness for the other part. So in other words, God wants us happy. That's why he created us with purpose. Yeah, that's Satan. 
That literally is Satan. That, of course. Well, she even goes on to say, yes, our eyes must be on him. And I believe that is what makes us happy, not the world, as you said. But again, he wants for us to have a life full of joy and happiness. No, he doesn't. Where scripturally Where does, scripturally God say does he, he say you, that? your life to just be joy and happiness? I mean, yes, we are his children and he loves us. And of course, I mean, Jesus makes that very clear. But your promise we are worth. How is that yes, a life full of joy but and happiness? But we are worth more to the Father than anything but that's just like but that's just like my child right if my child messes up really 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 bad and kills somebody and is in like i'm gonna be upset with my child that's not going to take the way that my i feel away from my child but my child is going to have to suffer the consequences throughout his lifetime of what he did and that's not my fault, nor should I save him out of that. Should I go bail my son out of prison because he committed a murder? No, he should serve his time for committing murder. Well, look at this one. She says, yeah, this mindset is kind of unhealthy in my opinion. Do things for yourself and happiness as long as it isn't bad for you or other people. It is very unhealthy for the world. Coming, it is it is very unhealthy for the world. Coming and that's the from problem. another Christian perspective, your life should glorify God, but you have You're to not do. A Christian but you have to do things for your own sake, your happiness and your mental health. Worship God in a way that makes you happy. In uh, the, no, the no. Worship God in a way that makes Him listen, happy. Listen, listen. But having every little decision you make revolve around God isn't realistic. We're yeah, all sinners. All sins one. are equal in his eyes, but he is merciful. And then the, somebody, I completely agree. As long as you don't hurt yourself or anyone else, live your life. I learned so much about myself when I pursued the things that brought joy to my heart. Even the things that didn't work out. I treasure the lessons I learned from them. No one could have taught me those valuable lessons. No matter how much it hurt to learn them, I don't regret them. I value those lessons like gold. That, to me, is what life is all about. That's what I think brings joy to God's heart. Not this, spir not this spiritual self-flogging. The funny thing is I used to live that way, always asking God what I should do in my life. It was miserable. No matter how much I prayed and read the Bible, I was lost, confused, and miserable. I'm so glad I found a good Christian therapist during that awful time to help snap me out of that rotting mindset. Well, I don't know what what psychologist you found, but you need to find another one because he's he's led you down a, a very very dark path in this progressive Christianity. I mean, this is. I don't know why I'm surprised by it because this is something that's honestly started from the death of the last apostle and even I mean this is what Paul was dealing with and you know in his whole ministry was defending this and, and it you guys don't want the God of the Bible you, you don't, don't want Christ no. and that's fine if you reject him no I, I mean that's not fine for your souls absolutely not but that's your prerogative. I can't force yeah, I you, can't force you to choose Christ. I will pray for you. And I hope that you do, but you're right now you're rejecting him because that literally everything that you're saying goes against every single thing that he said. Yep. 
and this is what I'm talking about with we're just so congratulatory of ourselves. Like we just think that, yes, God just wants us to be happy and live these fruitful lives. And he promises you eternity, literally in absolute perfection. But you suffer persecution. The one lady was trying to tell me that Luke was not speaking literal. And I'm like, you don't understand the context of what Jesus was saying these words in these. Jesus was saying these words to his own family. His own family, his brothers, his mom. His mom even was trying to shut him up. His mom, who had an angel, appeared to him. Her, sorry. (laughs) An angel appeared to her and, and knew exactly who Jesus was. Was sitting there going, hey, hey, um, hey, maybe we should shh, quiet. Maybe we should move on. I mean, that th- how much more literal do you want than, than that, than somebody talking in front of their parents, their brothers, that are not agreeing with them? Mm-hmm. They're going, who is this guy? Is it? And questioning him. Yeah. Th- that's literal. And then he goes to say that, yep, this is going to happen. Of course it is. I come home and my worst persecution is going to come home from right in my immediate circle. Yep. Always does. And he goes, then if you decide to follow me. Expect these the things ex- to happen for you. Expect the exact same thing for you. Because it's going to. Now, is there, I, I can tell you, in our church family, is there a lot of just happiness and joy and bubbly life in it? Absolutely not. I could think of multi, a bunch of our pe- people that are part of our church. But it doesn't mean that everybody's without any form of joy. Like, that, joy comes right. from the Lord. Joy comes from the Lord. Nothing, well, that's what my, I mean, I was going to go into. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's doom and gloom first before you go into what the actual joy is. I mean... I mean, it's an eternal joy, and it's a um, an internal joy as well. I mean, the comfort of the Holy Spirit is like nothing that you can ever describe. So that's the joy, and that is is what gets you up every day and gets you to want to serve the Lord every day, and, and the joy of being forgiven and being able to serve Him because we are indebted to Him. So now we have this opportunity to work happily for the Lord because we, you know, owe him. I mean, we don't owe him anything, but we owe him the respect and the love and the, and we have a duty to be able to show our appreciation for what was done for us for absolute nothing. I mean, for free. So I don't, I, I don't, I just feel bad. I, I really feel bad for these people. And I don't want to argue with them, but it, it's, you guys don't want Christ. You want the God of this world. Because you will have joy and happiness and, and sure. many great, amazing things. But you, you, the only great, amazing, happy, right? Because happy is a broad term, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. The only thing of that you get is through Christ. 
you are promised eternal life. Crowns upon crowns. I mean, great, amazing, wonderful things. But guess what? Go read the Beatitudes, right? You go through that, you read it, and you're like, wait, none of that's like what I get right now. But understand that there this, are little joys. And this things, progressive Christianity. I mean, this is not. This is not Christianity. So dangerous. This is. This is literally Satanism. It's exactly. It's the same thing. It's. I mean, it's the new age it's, movement. It's no different. No. Why do you need God? But to that's tell how you, you can tell when you look at these happy. pastors, these teachers, these things that they're putting out. How often do they refer to self? Right. It's left. I mean, Stephen Furtick. Right. Left and right. Self, 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 self. I mean, these rock star pastors, that's what they're constantly I don't know if we out. have any ex, like, I, okay, I don't know if we have any ex-Satanists or anybody that was ever dabbled into that in our listeners, but, like, I, there's many forms of Satanism, but I'm talking yeah. about Levain Satanism, like, the general, the, the literally the the idol of self, Satanism. Yeah, Anton LaVey's. Anton LaVey's mm-hmm. Satanism. If anybody is experienced with Anton LaVey's Satanism, this sounds a lot, everything like what you're talking about yeah. right there. That the only thing that you're mix you're mixing up is Satan with God. Which Yeah, because the, be, <laughs> is, is that's called blasphemy, folks. But I don't very... think most people understand. Like this is something that you really studied into. Yeah, and I love have it. been forever. Yeah, um, I was super into you, to Satanism for a while. Not not as a not as not that you practice. Not that you I practice it. To I was just interested. In. Yeah. I was just very interested. Like you've in. read their. Do they it, call it a Bible? Yeah, the Satanic Bible. The, the Satanic Bible. That's right. Yeah. I couldn't remember if they had like a different name for it. Mm-mm. But like you've read that, you know, because everybody would talk about it. And you're like, okay, what does it say? Like, mm-hmm. is there like a boogeyman in there? Is he enjoy, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, and so you read it, and it's funny because crap. it's like, if you're talking about true Satanism, it's not the worship of Satan per se right. in everything. It is the worship of self, self. but that's the original lie and it's that he all came about to self Eve with. It yep. was like he's just trying to keep you from no, that's it's all about self gratification. You're exactly. your own god. Nobody rules you. Yep. But then you look at all of these things, and that's what it is. The, the majority of these churches. That's the reason why. Again, we keep referencing, talking about our apostasy series, American Gospel, things like that, because it's like these guys. They just keep pushing the stuff out, and everybody is just eating it up. And you just watch it, and these people make me so sad to see all this because it's like, it's not about you. It's not about making you happy and putting you up. Does that mean that there aren't things that you can't enjoy? Absolutely not. I feel like I have joy and happiness, but I have it because of Christ. It's not about me. I'm not the focus of anything. Yeah, and by doing this, I think we were listening to Paul Watcher explained the Bride of Christ. Yes. And how the church, yes. what the modern church has done to the Bride of Christ. Go look it up. Go because search it that. Literally, is and that will put on. you in like in just in because in that's what it partial is. shock. I think when yeah. you're listening to it because you're like and you almost get to a teary point where you know he talks about a bride and dressed beautiful and white and perfect. And then the modern church just taking it and painting her face and dressing her up like a whore. Parading her around. And parading her around the street like Mm -hmm. some sort of free prostitute. Like that was one of the most sobering truths. But when you have people respond to you, God wants you to do whatever you want that makes you happy. Sure, the God of this world does. Have you read? And again, that's where we go back to people just read their Bible. Like, 
Have you read scripture? Do you know what his word says? He's very clear on these things. Yeah, I mean, we, we can all think of, you know, th- things that we would love to indulge in. Sure. I'm sure. That would love to put, you know, say, forget God, put all of that down and just indulge in those things. Yeah. Like, that, we all would like to, I'm uh, not like to do that, but I mean, we but all, you I could mean, all there, there I mean, everybody could, could think of things think that if I could thing, give up my moral conscience of God speaking through me, right? I would I totally make all kinds do of this and I would just, yeah, and just go crazy. Yeah. So, and we have like, I think we have that, that inward desire. Well, we do have that inward desire to always want that. Yeah. And it's only the spirit is the only thing that's going to. That, that keeps us from fully indulging in the flesh because the flesh, if you're in the spirit, it cannot indulge in the flesh. You indulge in things of the spirit, not things of the flesh. I mean, because how do you reconcile things like dying to self, bearing your cross, persecution in this world? being hated like how do we reconcile all these yeah, things Christ, about us being happy and everything's great and he goes on to you tell want. you it's going to cost you a lot yeah it's not just following me in this world will cost you a lot if yeah. not everything yeah. so if you haven't lost something check your christianity seriously because it it, it happens because it's difficult for us to operate in this world. That's why I said if you can happily we, float along with this world and not be disturbed by it, you might want to jump. Sure, ship. that's it's easier to live like the world than it is to live for Christ. Oh, completely. So much more comfortable to live like the oh, world. Oh yeah. So much easier. That doesn't raise any red flags. Yeah. For anybody. It should. It should. Because it's not. I mean, I, we can attest. Yes, we live this literally. That's what I do. Those people commenting on that. I'm like, I'm assuming you don't listen to anything that we oh, do. Oh, yeah, or they no. were all people. Which they're not because they're it. hashtags. Like I said, you just, mm-hmm. you know, people get whatever and, and see that and then comment. Somebody messaging it. me calling me a conservative fundamentalist. Yeah, I'm like, I'm surprised you haven't got flagged for hate speech or something yet. That's yeah, a matter of time, these, I'm sure. Uh, I mean... Biblical womanhood series is going to get me soon, I'm sure. Oh, I'm surprised some things on there haven't been... Like, not you, but that I've seen her post. Oof. But that's what everybody She's calls right. it. They call it hate speech. It's, it's not. You say I mean, it, it's, that's what you get. And that's the thing, is you don't... There's... There's so much love in, you know, within, but I mean, on the outside, it, it the world perceives it as hate. Mm-hmm. It's not hate. It's love. It's not, it's, it's from our point of view, it's understanding something that you don't understand because you're of the world and you can't understand it. So and and that's mm-hmm. one thing that we as Christians are even fail fail to admit to tell people yeah. or to identify. Like, listen, the word tells me that you cannot understand anything of what I'm saying. Because number one, you don't want to, but you're you're blinded, and unless you come to Christ, yep, 
in humility, you can't see you're it. not going to be able to see it. It will look like nonsense but then, to you. But no, this happiness and joy and all that, that come, that's the happiness and joy that comes from God, not from anything that you go and pursue or, or that, that God is going to, to pour down these blessings on you because he wants you to be happy. He just wants you to have everything. Yeah, if that's the case, I mean, look at the the writers of the New Testament. If that was the case, why didn't he I want them to be happy? happy for them. Yeah, I'm sure all of them would have preferred not to, you know, either get crucified or their heads cut off or, yeah. you know, I'm sure that they would have really, really some, liked to live. More a, happiness and blessings. Do you know how many times they were beaten and imprisoned? Like a lot. God just wanted him to have a happy, overjoyous life. He just wanted him to do what they want to do. He just wanted to do what they want to do. Be you. Live your best life. Yeah, not one of them. Yeah, they worked on the side. Meanwhile, they're all over here like, nope. You know what they did? They worked on the side to be able to pay their way, but that wasn't even a focus. Nope. That wasn't their focus. They just did that on the side to make a little bit of money. And that's the example that we have to follow. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. Yep. Well, I mean, we got an example of how to live in this world as a Christian. And guess what? It doesn't, it's not very comfortable. And the work that we do to get money, to get by, isn't that important. So how does this translate into happiness? Because normally we, we attribute our, our job, our career, our you know financial stability these different things this is what weighs our happiness i mean there's there's true joy in people messaging you and telling them that the lord has been speaking to them and working through their family and being able to see the Lord work in other people, that's a joy like you'll never, ever experience in your life. I guarantee oh, yeah. you. Completely. That makes me so happy. That makes me, some days that's why I even, you know, get up to even go to work is because I know that, that ha- I mean, that's just something that I've never experienced in my life. Oh, yes, I've experienced people are a lot coming of, and growing in Christ a lot of and things. learning this and you've seen him move in their lives. I mean, that that's where joy, that's where happiness, again, it all, it comes from him it doesn't come from this world and this life and the things it offers and me doing the thing whatever my flesh wants that's not what brings this happiness and this joy and that's not what god wants from me or for me no no and and we we have to start this is where we have to start we go on to the happy all that other stuff later that, none of that none of that is our concern or our focus right now nope i mean if you want to read well then what's the joy what's the, you're forgiven yeah and you have eternal life yeah and you have all kinds of really awesome promises but none of that is stuff that you need to worry about right now because you've got you've got stuff to do we keep our eyes on knowing those, but those promises get you motivated to work because you're like, I, I need to serve you because at any moment I could re- I could be standing there and receive everything that I've been promised. So, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's not, it, it's not what the church 
pimps this out to me, and they, they have. They, they, we could tell through, not just through this, but we, you can just tell um, that this is the general tone of what the Christians, even even conservative Christians now, are sort of reflecting this tone, which is very, very concerning because that's just leading in a place where we, <laughs> we you don't really know don't where you're go. going. But like, I mean, like you started by saying, we know there's a great falling away. We know that people are not going to endure sound doctrine. They're going to chase the things that tickle their ears and feed their flesh. We know all of these things are going to happen. And then you, all of this, I mean, it's just watching all of these things come to fruition. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's nothing that we should be surprised of. Man, and we'll, um, that'll be our next topic for our end days podcast is, I guess, where this is leading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good. Where I believe so. that this is leading. Anyways, I guess so. our kind of conversation. All right, the, so this is our topic. conversation <laughs> on it, and I guess the point, stop being so congratulatory of yourself. Yeah. I, I think you're not you're not deserved anything. You are not owed a thing. None of us are. And you should never be walking around puffed up with pride about your salvation. No, not at all. Yes, God does love you. Yes. Because he's forgiven you and sent his son and given you the spirit he's he's given you his part of the bargain he doesn't need to bless you with anything else there's an eternity of amazingness coming for because you once you finally come repentance comes in in uh, over a period of perfect repentance comes in a period of time and you don't ever fully reach perfect repentance but it, 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 you you get perfected through repentance over time and you, you begin to change your ways on things you know, you know you can't expect to change your mind and ways on everything right away but you have to hold it open as to the lord to convict you of these things and, and to present these things to you so there's a few things to think about it yeah and hopefully everybody anybody got something out of our conversation yeah hopefully so so well i'm sure this will be the first of many <laughs> i'm sure probably but we'll see you guys next time yeah